For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to Picks and Parlays here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, also streaming live on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. I'm your host, Nick Eber. Find me on Twitter, Nick Eber. Make it easy for you, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R. By the way, we stream this show live throughout the day. You don't have to listen to it at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific, unless you're listening on the radio. If you want, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter. Would love to hear from you today, January the 15th, 2020. One of my favorite days of the year, folks. This is National Bagel Day. So grab some locks and some cream cheese, sit back, relax, and get ready for some free picks. Today, we've got a show chock full of free picks. Uh, we're going to have Alex, Smarty Pants Smart, we're going to talk about the NFC playoff game, and we're going to talk some NHL. Got a little free play. We're going to sneak it in for you right there. And then Sean Higgy Pop Hicks. We're going to talk college basketball. Seton Hall Butler, Virginia, Florida State, Auburn, Alabama, and Kentucky, South Carolina. Stay tuned for those basketball games. And then finally, one of our most anticipated segments, our NBA rapid-fire segment, Ali, third-degree burns, will join Craig El Huapo Trap for some quick rapid-fire for NBA games for today. So you're going to want to stay tuned for all of that. Look, we're going to give you a lot of free picks, but we also have a lot of expert picks on the site, picksandparlays.net. Right now, we have a special offer. You can get expert picks from any one of our 35 handicappers, and we're going to give you 15% off just put promo code TIE, T-I-E, in the box and enjoy 15% off those free picks along with your bagel and locks for National Bagel Day. All right, I'm going to step aside, take a break. I'll be right back to kick it off with Alex Smarty Pants Smart. And welcome back to the show. Picks and parlays here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, streaming live, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. By the way, we'd love to hear from you during the show. All you have to do is fill out the comment section on any of our social media platforms, and we'll see your comment here in the studio, and our intrepid production crew will put it up on the screen, and I'll respond to it. Make it rude, though, okay? I mean, let's just, let's just get rid of all these niceties. Let's just slam each other. Come on, put it up there. Let's do it. I challenge you. All right, well, speaking of challenging... NFC Divisional Championships just around the corner. Joining me for a good old-fashioned chin wag, our very own Alex Smarty Pants Smart. Alex, how are you today? Good, G. How's everything? Well, you know, uh, south of the border, things are good. Now, you are not allowed to come <laughs> uh, south of the border because I believe you will likely be stopped at the Canadian border fence, which no, no doubt will be built shortly. But uh, we can talk electronically like this, Smarty Pants. And let's talk about uh, not the Canadian uh, football championship, which is called the Grays Cup. Uh, let's talk the yeah. NFC Divisional Championship, which is called the Packers at 49ers. 
Uh, so let's do that one, shall we? Uh, San Francisco, 14-3, and 11-6 against the spread. The Packers, 14-3, and 11-6 against the spread. Hey, kind of a story there. Uh, last meeting was in week 12. The Niners won 37-8 in San Francisco. Uh, Green Bay, by the way, converted just one of 15 third downs in that game. And Aaron Rodgers got hit 10 times and sacked five. Uh, so the Niners, well, they finished first in pass year, passing yards allowed in terms of points per game. But they are 10-2 and two straight up in the last 12 as a favorite. And the Niners, allow me to say, are not the Seahawks. So uh, total 46, San Francisco, six-point favorites. Does it seem a little low to you, Smarty Pants, or am I doing a disservice to the Packers? No, I don't think you're doing a disservice to the, to the Packers. The Packers deserve to be disserviced after that embarrassing game in week 12, like you said, that uh, – that and very embarrassing game. It was 37. What was it? 37. What was the what was the score? 37 to 8. Smarty pants. You see, yeah, I'm yeah, smarter yeah. than you. You are, you are. You're not <laughs> I'm dyslexic. You have to give me a break. But you know, for one thing for sure, what I noticed about Green Bay was is their defense is still a tremendous defense. This is when I first started to, to watch Green Bay this season, I said I noticed that their defense was probably the best I had seen it in a really long time. Now, I know San Francisco made them look mortal, but, you know, the five games previous to this game against Seattle last week, uh, they did not allow, the Green Bay did not allow more than 20 points in any game for an average of 14.2 points per game against. I mean, their defense has been amazing, and they're gun-shy now. I mean, really gun-shy going against San Francisco this week after what happened to them. And it's interesting to note from a historical perspective, at least, that Green Bay, these were all different teams, I'll just throw that in here, have gone under seven straight times revenging a blowout loss against an opponent by 28 or more points, which this fits the parameters. But what, you know, despite of it being different teams, you have to understand the mindset here of any team. And that is after getting blown out like that, you are devising a game plan that will base itself on defense, and pounding the rock on the ground. And that's yeah. what I think we see from Green Bay this week in a score that stays, a combined score that stays under the total. Yeah, and I tell you what, Aaron Rodgers, he gonna get hit. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> he, uh, he better be prepared for a rough and tumble game because uh, they haven't proven that they can really protect him all that well. And he's been knocked around a lot. How does that, how does that factor into this, Smarty Pants? Well, you know, it obviously factors in. I mean, from that perspective, are they going to do much scoring? Is it going to be another eight, nine, ten point output? You know, and uh, God knows. But all I know, <laughs> can Green Bay win a game? You know, thirteen, uh, ten. Yeah, anything's possible. This is the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, and anything is possible. Give me your take on Garoppolo. I mean, uh, you know, he's. I mean, obviously, he's, he's an excellent quarterback, but it just seems like he's, his ability to kind of change games as he needs to is, is, a, is a quiet, unsung strength. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah you know, he's proved a lot of people wrong and uh, maybe even proved Belichick wrong. I, I, you know, <laughs> you're not going to let a guy like that get away from your franchise and then do what he's done. And, I mean, he's really – I mean, he's amazing. We all overlook – how great we always ask the question week after week is Jimmy G going to do it again is Jimmy G going to do it again he just keeps doing it so you know until he falls down you know you got to think he's going to do it again uh, all right uh, well so there you have it so you're saying take the under 
We have a total of 46. Is there a side you want to take here, or, or we have to go to the site to get it? No, no, I'm, uh, I'm going to play a side here. I'm going to play a side this week, so uh, I'll have that up at picksandparlays.net. Okay, you can find Alex's side at picksandparlays.net. Uh, he'll have it up there for you. And if you want his expert picks, take full advantage of them. You can do that with 15% off. Use promo code TIE. Let's talk a little NHL, something you Canadians love a lot, although... <laughs> The game has escaped you of late. I will tell you that. No longer the great uh, confines of north, northern part of North America and Canada. Uh, but let's talk NHL. you got a special pick for us today, Smarty Pants. Yeah, I do. Uh, there's only a couple of games on uh, Wednesday night's uh, rotational schedule. Uh, one of them involves the uh, St. Louis Blues uh, hosting the Philadelphia Flyers. St. Louis is amazing at home. They're 17-4-3 at home. Uh, seven, two, and one, their last 10 games overall, 3.8 goals per game. We're talking a team that's got a 906 save percentage. I don't want to go through Philadelphia's crap numbers because we'll be here all night. They're, they're pretty crappy. They do have the odd good game, but this is the NHL and there's a lot of parody. But what's very interesting here is I, I see some value in a puck line situation. It's, you know, I don't often uh, take the puck line because of all the variables attached to, you know, laying your money down and that kind of thing. But what's interesting is since last year, St. Louis is 14-1 and on the puck line at home versus teams like this, Philadelphia. They fit this parameter of allowing three or more goals per game. And this is since about the second half last year. Actually, since the second half last year, they're on a 14-1 and puck line run at home against these type of teams. So we're going to take the puck line here. We're going to get uh, plus money, and it's it's definitely worth it. Well, hold on. The Blues are the Blues at home here, or are they at Philly? Yeah, the Blues are at home. Yes, well, wait, are. the Blues are at home, and there's plus money riding on the Blues on the money line? Yeah, on the puck line. On the puck uh, are you line. kidding not, me? Not, not on the money line. No, no, on, on the, the puck, puck line. line. Excuse yeah. me, on the puck line. Yeah. Uh, seriously? Yeah, on the puck line. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Actually, we're going to see how that's, that's where the value is tonight. That's you know, great stuff. Yeah, and if you want to, you know, if you want to, you know, um, make it a split line, you know, throw uh, throw a buck seventy five on there on top of it, you know, uh, do that too. That's awesome uh, stuff. All right, so I don't always recommend. So that's uh, say that's uh, uh, the Flyers at the Blues. Uh, what's the other match? Uh, wait, what is the other game? Well, let me just see. I don't know. Uh, I ask you. <laughs> the other game is uh, Chicago and Montreal. Old okay. teams, the old teams, the old franchises. And uh, that's an interesting game. I mean, both teams are underperforming. And, you know, because of parity in the NHL, you look at a game like this and you don't know which way it's going to go. I mean, good luck. I mean, this is in Montreal, I mean, there are always right? advantages and parameters, right? You know, there's always advantages and parameters on, on different nights under different situations. But when you look at two teams like this playing, you know, essentially on the same amount of rest and, you know, in the same form, yeah, throw it out. So you wouldn't bet this one at all? Uh, I'm not at this point. No, not at this point. Things could change in the next 24 hours, but not right now. All right. So the pick is, though, uh, take the puck line, St. Louis, uh, the Blues at home uh, against Philly. And for the NFC Championship, take the under on that game. Uh, I think we both think the nine is going to win that one, though, right? Uh, yeah. You know, they should win. They should. Are they going to cover as a home? They should win. I mean, but yeah. this, is the, this is the playoffs. I mean, get ready for anything. I mean, anything's possible. Yeah, of course, the question's not if they win. It's if they cover. But, you know, I do love to sprinkle some of that money line magic on the underdogs <laughs> and, the, and the off chance. By the way, this is just a little technique I use. I'm not recommending it because, quite frankly, uh, 
I've got the uh, debt, debt collectors outside. They're taking me off to prison here in a minute. Uh, but, you know, I like to take a little bit and sprinkle it on a little underdog money line just in case it's a way of hedging, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you can do just about anything. When, you, when you're a hardcore gambler and you have problems and issues, like, I mean, you can do just, <laughs> you can do just about anything. <laughs> All right. Uh, Alex Smart, okay. always a pleasure. Uh, Smarty All Pants, right. you can always find him at picksandparlays.net. Get his picks, his expert picks for you. They're sitting right there. They're just growing slowly, getting better and better. And you can get 15% off. I use promo code TIE. All right. I'm going to step aside, take a break. When I come back, Iggy Pop will join me. Doesn't have the Stooges with him, but he does have some wonderful college basketball free picks. Stay tuned. Welcome back to the show, Picks and Parlays. I'm your host, Nick Eber. Find me on Twitter, at Nick Eber. It's right there for you if you're watching on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. Of course, if you're listening on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, you're saying, what is he pointing at? I can't see that. Well, you need to check us out on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter, where we stream throughout the day. And if you missed any part of this show, by the way, when it's concluded, you can find us at the Believe Podcast Network, B-L-E-A-V, and you can get all of these free picks whenever you want. Download them to your iPod, your iPad, your Android, your tin hat and listen to them while you're at the gym, and you can listen to me. It is sweating with the oldies. Okay, let's get to it, shall we? College basketball. Let's bring in the cheesecake man himself, Higgy Pop. Sean Higgs, how are you, my friend? <laughs> I am well. I am well today. How are you? Well, I'm cheesecake still sans man. cheesecake, I'm, I might add. I'm working on it. I, we'll, get, we'll get one out to you. Okay, you keep telling me It's that. tough. It's tough to work. I, all right, watch. It's going to show up one day at your door. Well, you know, I, I will be personally very happy. Uh, but let's get some winners at my door, shall we? Let's talk college basketball. We can do that. And, and I am very excited about today. Do you know why? Because today well, we get to talk about day. Seton Hall, and I get to do my pirate oh. voice. But we're not going to do that one right now. We're going to get to it. All right, <laughs> let's start, shall we? Keen, well, wait, wait, wait. That, I, What's that? What, what about... What about bagel day? What's your favorite bagel? I know oh, you got crappy bagels I like out a there. plain bagel with bagels. light cream cheese and a heavy slab of lox on top of there. A little bit of onion, some capers, a little tomato on the top. Absolutely delicious and espresso. That is the perfect breakfast for me. By the way, get it here in Las Vegas at the Bagel Cafe. That is an unpaid endorsement. It's only because I like it. <laughs> I'm a marble, marble guy. Honestly. You like the marble ones? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I, I hear people, only cheese, people with, with serious psychological problems tuna fish, like the marble, marble Turkey, bagels. loaded up, I don't care. I'll have that with anything. You know, Higgs, there's nothing wrong with you that 300 years of concentrated psychotherapy won't fix. <laughs> That's what my wife says. Okay, let's get to it. Kentucky <laughs> at South Carolina. Uh, the Wildcats, 12-3, and 6-8-1 against the spread. They're 8-2, and two, coming off a 76-67 win over Bama. They're 1-0 straight up and against the spread on the road. 3-0 in conference already in the SEC. Ashton Hagens, Johnny Juzang are out for this game. Total's gone over in four of the last five for the Wildcats. And the Gamecocks just kind of got to leave that one right there, okay? Uh, the Gamecocks are 8-7. and seven, seven and, I mean, we did have Feast of the Ass Day yesterday, okay? And then I got the Gamecocks <laughs> today. I don't know what's going on. Uh, eight, we are definitely getting NSFW here. Eight and seven, seven and eight against the spread. They're four and six on a three-game cooler. They lost their <laughs> last the outing ends. to Tennessee, 55-56. Five and four straight up, three and six against the spread at home. Oh, and two in conference. They still haven't won. But they've only played two. Total's gone under in four of the last six. Kentucky, 
six-point road favorites for them Wildcats. Those Wildcats are going to just rip those Gamecocks to shreds. Uh, total, 136. What say you? Well, you know, last time we were on talking Kentucky, they were out in Vegas playing Utah, and we're like, let's take Utah there. And that was the first of back-to-back losses for Kentucky, but they've rolled off, uh, what, four in a row, looking pretty good, knocking off uh, Louisville there, and you got South Carolina, 56-55 losers. This is what happens when you're in a close game, when you're 13-22 and from the free throw line. Something I like to look at, your free throw shooting. You know, it's free money. You're at the line, clock stop. You shoot 60% as a team, you're not going to win many games. So as much as you kind of like to take a home dog in conference play, I just can't see it here. Kentucky is just clicking on all cylinders. How about 44% their threes the last four games? And that was the one game shooting like 20% against Missouri or something. So they're red hot offensively. I'm going to lay the number here. They're just they're just a better team. I mean, Frank Martin, the guy's always a grinder. And they're, you know, wherever he's at, they're a 20 and 12 type unit or whatever. But I don't know. Against Calipari, I'm taking They're hot. This is where he shines. You kind of start out slow because they always seem to have, you know, the the five freshmen and stuff like that. But, you know, there is a young team. They start out maybe a little tricky. Here we go, though, conference play. Next thing you know, they're 17-1 in the conference, uh, cruising. And this is what they do. They beat up on bad teams. Carolina is a bad team. They can't shoot straight. So let's go. Hot shooting Kentucky to get it done here, lane of six. All right, let's move along. Uh, another SEC matchup, Auburn versus Alabama. Now, in college football, this would be much anticipated. A little less so in college basketball, but still a big rivalry if you're there, let's put it that way. Uh, but Auburn are an absolutely spot-on perfect 15-0. and 8-7 against the spread. Perfect on the season. Their last game was a 22-point win over the Georgia Bulldogs. They're 9-0 straight up, 4-5 and against the spread, 3-0 and in conference. They've gone under in five of the last seven, and the Crimson Tide, let's just say not so good. Eight and seven, 12 and three against the spread. Uh, they're six and four in the last 10. They did lose to Kentucky. We just talked about that. They're five and one straight up and against the spread at home. One and two in conference play. They're four and six, four out of six, though, head to head with the Tigers. Uh, the title's gone over for the Tide in five of the last six games, and we do have a kind of a, a juicy total here at 159. Yeah. And Auburn, I'm surprised. They are only two-and-a-half-point road favorites. And the reason I, I, I say I'm surprised is that, I mean, they have a by far better record. But is that because this is such a big rivalry and they are at, uh, they, and they are at Alabama? Why is that, Nick? We say this all the time. Why do we see an undefeated top-five team coming in and laying just two points? No, it no almost clue. seems like we saw this with, with, with Michigan, like two weeks ago yeah. in Illinois, and then they yeah. lose to a team that's eight and seven, like Alabama. Listen, Alabama, they're, they are what they are. They won't be dancing. You know, maybe NIT, get an NIT future somewhere for them, maybe. Yeah. But they put up 80-some points a game. That's why we got a high total, because they don't, they'll go shot for shot. They'll run up and down the court. This is real simple handicap for me. I see a big, bad, undefeated team. How about Auburn, 27-1 in the last 28 games, going back to last year. That's how good these guys have been. Yeah, they're very good. So, I don't know. This... Again, it, you might think it's easy, but like, ah, that's annoying. I got to win by two points on the road, three points. I'm not buying it. Alabama outright here. That's it. Money line play. Alabama all day. I might even put it as a service play tomorrow. Oh, my goodness gracious me. Alabama. There's nothing to say about play. this game. The, the, the line, wow. I mean, it's, uh, but it's, they're it's rubbish. a joke. I see a game like this. I'm automatically. Uh, that's, well, that's they're all right. We'll see what happens. NIT. I mean, come on. That's, that's right. You'll get a win here. I love Auburn's it. got Florida on deck. They got a little bigger opponent on deck. 
Hey, I know. Listen, ES. It was. It's probably like an ESPN game or something. The crowd will be into it. It'll be a wild game. The totals are sitting at one sixty, which is very high for college. Wow! But you got two teams putting up eighty points a game. This is what you're gonna get. Love it, Higgy. Home Search here. and destroy, Doggy my Alley. friend. Search and destroy. Yeah. What is the money line on Alabama right now? Ah, plus two and a half. You're probably getting like one ten, one twenty, maybe. Sweet. It's not a huge, you know. It's still Sweet. plus money though. We'll take it. Take that plus money. All right, uh, let's move along. That's the that's definitely a big pick so far. Uh, University of Virginia, the Cavaliers against Florida State Seminoles. The Cavaliers, 11 and 4, 4 and 11 against the spread. By the way, we move along to the ACC here. Uh, 6 and 4 lost the last two in a row, including a loss to Syracuse. They're 1 and 2 straight up and against the spread on the road. They're 3 and 2 in conference play. Total's gone over in four of the last five. And the Seminoles, 14 and dose, 9 and 7 against the spread. They're 9 and 1. They lost. Uh, they won the last seven in a row. Last outing was a ten-point win over Wake Forest. Listen to this at home: eight and zero straight up, four and four against the spread, four and one in conference play. That's their only loss, although it has been in conference. Um, Balsa Caprivica is out, and I did pronounce that correctly, so I get some sort of an award for that. The total is over in four of the last six, and the Seminoles, nice home favorites at six and a half. Low-scoring game though, one twelve. Uh, that seem a little low to you, Higgs? Um, you know, I got to be honest, Nick. I didn't know we were doing this game, so I'm a little lost on this. I didn't have this game down as one of the games we're doing, so I'm like, oh, well, I, I thought we were doing a hold and butler, and you, and you threw me a definite curveball here on Florida State. Um, let me just look at the number real fast here. Give me a second. I'll give you my Noah. Well, make it quick, because then we can move on to my pirate voice, which I'm looking forward to. Honestly, I mean, it's a big, you're laying 10. Uh, I, I mean, uh, again, this is not something I even looked at even doing other games today. So I don't want to just throw out something for the All people's right. well, sake. Well, we'll move but, along uh, then, shall yeah. we? Let's move along. The Seton Hall at Butler. That's there number one and number two in the Big East. You did have this game, I think. Uh, yes, both I'm ready these teams this. are unbeaten so far in conference play. It's the Seton Hall Pirates, laddie. Arr. 12 and 4, 12 and 4 against the spread, 8 and 2, won the last six in a row, 3 and 2 straight up, and against the spread away, 4 and 0 in conference play, totals under in six of the last eight. The question is, are they going to make the Bulldogs walk the plank? That's what I want to know. The Bulldogs 15 and 1, 11, 4 and 1 against the spread, 9 and 1 in the last 10, won the last six in a row on top of that, straight up at home, 9 and 0. 6-2-1 against the spread. 3-0 in conference play. Uh, Butler, the Bulldoggies, look like they might sink those Pirates. Five-and-a-half point home favorites. Total, 125.5. Are they going to walk the plank? Or are they going to make the Pirates walk their own plank? What say you? I, you know, this is a good game we got here. You know, Butler 15-1 only lost was to Baylor this year, who's, you know, very impressive. Uh, you got a ranked scene Hall team, which is nice for the Big East, bringing it back. I got to say, I'm leaning a little bit with the dog here. I do like Butler. I mean, I thought, uh, I didn't think they're going to be this good. You know, I mean, again, I try not to put a lot into the rankings when they throw out these numbers and stuff. But, man, if you were telling me these guys were the top ten, I really didn't think they would be that that high right now. But I'm liking the whole assume because, listen, Powell's back, and this kid loves to shoot. 20-something points a game. He's not afraid to fire. Um, so I get it. Butler giving up, what, 50-something, 54 points a game. Tough defensively, but I'm getting five, five and a half. You know, who the sign 
might go up a little bit. People might just jump on the, the you know, see the the ranking and say, oh, that, that's a kind of low number. Butler should really roll here. We got one loss to Baylor, who's who's really good team. I, I I'm not buying it. We got a guy who loves to fire, not afraid of the big shot. Five is a nice little number here to get. And again, we got the Hall's two two best scorers, two good free throw shooters, two to boot. So that's always something in our favor when we're on the road. You got guys who can sink their free throws. I'm taking a hole here, doggy, doggy. I might maybe we'll s- sprinkle a little money line in, but the five for sure. And total wise, I don't know. I think this line's a little low. I like it over the total. Okay, we got to go before we do. Very quickly, last game: Fayetteville Technical Institute against Gaffney A and M. Just kidding. All right, Biggie Pop. <laughs> thanks a lot. Got to go. Be right back Later. after this. Hi guys, and welcome to Picks and Parlays. My name is Ali Burns, and it's time for the NBA Rapid Fire. I've got your free picks for Wednesday, December the 15th, and here to help us through them is Craig Trapp. Craig, how are you doing? Well, I'm glad I'm back in Vegas, and what a better time than this is right before halfway through the NBA season. We got the NBA Rapid Fire for hump day. It's really exciting. You have your work cut out for you. We have 10 games. We're going to go through six of them, Free, six free picks for you out of those 10 games. You're going to need some help, trust me. Um, So let's start out with the Pistons at the Celtics, all right? The Pistons are 14 and 27. They're coming off an overtime loss at home to the Pelicans, 110 to 117. Uh, Derrick Rose really, really tried there. He usually averages about 18 points. He scored 23, but it just was not enough to get it done against the Celts. Um, So now they're on a three-game losing streak, and they're headed into Boston. Now, we all know Boston's been pretty strong all season, but they've kind of been going through some ups and downs. They just got off three straight losses, followed it up with two straight wins, and they're heading back to the Garden. Unfortunately, Jason Tatum is listed as day-to-day, which sucks because he's been lighting up the boards with or without Kemba Walker, who, by the way, is back. So I'm showing Boston... Opened at about minus 10.5. I'm showing it now at minus 9.5, and, and the total is 218. What do you think about this matchup? You know, Boston, let's let's give them a little pass for those three losses. They were really decimated with injuries and illness. Uh, a lot of guys with the flu last week since then, like you said, two straight wins. It's a little out of hand, though, with this line. I, you know, basically double digits. I'm not a big double lay double digits guy in any uh, NBA game, so... Uh, I would look at the total on this one. I just couldn't take a Pistons team that is just all over the place. Blake Griffin obviously is out indefinitely. It's just without him, they just don't. Uh, Derrick Rose has given it his all and yeah. is having a great bounce back year. Well, I guess second good year in a row. Uh, it might be up for a trade uh, come trade deadline, but he, he's just too old to carry a team to beat a very good Boston team or even cover. So I wouldn't. Uh, I would play the total on this one. I like the over 218. Detroit just really can't stop a whole lot of people right now. And Boston can really score. I do think Tatum, he is day-to-day, but I think he'll play tonight. I like the over 218 in Boston tonight. All right. I like it as well. So we're going to move to the Nets and the 76ers. This seems a little bit lopsided to me. Uh, Nets are 18-20. and 20. They're heading to Philly. Um, I guess the big thing that we should talk about with the Nets is that Kyrie is back. And that's what everyone's been waiting for to happen. He scored 21 points in a 22-point beatdown of the Atlanta Hawks. Um, but the 76ers, 25-16, and 16, they're coming off back-to-back road losses to Dallas and Indiana. Two really strong, solid teams. Um, 
The Nets beat the 76ers in Brooklyn on December the 15th, 109 to 89. So there might be a little bit of a revenge factor here. I see the Sixers opened at six and a half, now minus seven and a half, and my total again is at 218. What do you think about this? I, I just don't like this Philly team. The way they go on the road and just play so poorly. Really I, I mean, it's just, you know, you can't play Philly on the road ever. Now, granted, they're at home here, but I just don't like teams that. You know, when they have all the talent, which Philly does, they have all the pieces, but they just don't consistently play hard. Right. Uh, Nets team, they always played hard. they just been really banged up. Now Kyrie's back. They finally have a go-to player. And, you know, Kyrie looked really good in the opener, like you said, double-digit uh, win against Atlanta. I like the Nets here. Yes, they're just 2-7 and seven against the spread, but a lot of those were without Kyrie. Philly, 3-6-1 and six and one against the spread, so not a whole lot better. Give me the 7.5 points with an underdog team getting their leader back tonight. I like well, it. second game back. Go Kyrie. It's one of my faves. Duke Borden. Well, it's not one of my faves, <laughs> but I like him in this spot. All right, so we're going to go to the Spurs and Miami. Now, I've been really into the Spurs lately. Ever since they were dropping bombs on Milwaukee, I've been paying a little more attention. And they're all healthy right now, which is kind of rare um, at this yep. stage of the game. They're 17-21. and 21. They're building that record back up. Um, and they're on two days rest. So as both of these teams are on two days rest, the last game on Sunday, they beat the Toronto Raptors, 105 to 104. Um, they're six and four in their last 10. And their last five games have been tough ones. They played Toronto, they played Boston, they played the Bucks twice and Memphis. So you gotta give them a little credit for, you know, playing the big guys. Now Miami, on the other hand, coming off of back-to-back -back losses. They're 27 and 12, so their record looks a lot better. Um, but they're also 6-4 and four in the last 10. Justice Winslow is ruled out with back issues, 22-13-2 against the spread. Heat are a 5.5-point favorite at home, and the total is 222. Where this do we go? Is, this is where records can fool you. Mm -hmm. When you look at the overall records, you just think Miami is a clearly better team, and thus they're the 5.5-point favorites. But when you look at recent form, just not the case. Spurs have been playing much better. I think it was the last rapid fire we had. They were at Boston. They won. Uh, I liked them, and that one is like a seven or eight point dog. They won outright. They had followed a, uh, that followed up a big win at Milwaukee, like you said, when they 19 had nineteen point nineteen yeah. three pointers. So I mean, they've had some big games as of late. They're the much hotter team here. I like them seven uh, seven three and against the spread in the last ten. I think they can get it done money line here, but let's take the points just in case. Maybe a 70-30 split here. Maybe take uh, take that five and a half with 70% of your uh, bet that you would normally bet and then 30% on the money line. I think Spurs get it done here. So you're saying just sprinkle Sprinkle. It. Just sprinkle yeah, a little bit. Sprinkle it. Don't get crazy. That's right. Okay, so now now this is a pretty big matchup, and I, I don't. it looks like it's going to be a really good game, but I'm not quite sure it is. We're going to talk about the Raptors and the Thunder. Now, the Raptors are 25 and 14, and their reputation kind of precedes them. They've been really strong, but they're coming off a 105-104 home loss to the Spurs, uh, which we just talked about. But they are on two days of rest. They were five-point favorites in that game against the Spurs, could not cover it. They're four and six in their last ten, and it is rare to see the Raptors getting points. They're actually a two-point dog here. OKC is 23 and 17, and they have been hot lately. They just beat the Timberwolves 117 to 104, and Alexander had his first triple-double, 20 points, 20 rebounds, 10 assists. That's no laughing matter. And so we're seeing OKC minus one, now it's minus two. Totals at 213 and a half. Which side do I take here? Well, this is 
this is two of my favorite teams to bet. So, I know uh, they are. This year, I've made <laughs> a lot of money betting both of these teams. And <laughs> in, in fact, the, you know, Thunder nine and one against the spread in their last ten. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't give them a whole lot of credit beating Minnesota last time because everybody's beat this banged up Minnesota team. Right. But in that stretch, they have beat some really good teams and covered against some really good teams. Raptors, it's about the injuries. The injuries to this team is all over the place. Chris Paul is, is having a great year. I really kind of thought maybe Chris Paul was maybe washed up. I maybe, too. you know, I mean, Houston kind of gave up on him. But I'm not the case. He's had a great year. I think he's maybe one of the better, uh, you know, un- undersung, un- undersung heroes this year. Uh, unsung heroes, I guess. Well, and he's a veteran. He has the experience, and he doesn't need all the hype and the attention. Yep. He just comes in. He gets his job done. He supports his team. I mean, he's, yeah, he's what just a guard an insurance does. guy. He's yeah. just the insurance guy. Exactly. Now. And I hoped he would be that for the Rockets. It just didn't really. I'm from Houston, so I always went. Man, was it a bad week for Houston in sports, y'all? I'll tell you <laughs> well, what. Well, the problem in Houston was he he needed the ball. Right. Guess what? James Harden. James got Harden's the ball. not going to give it to he's you. He's going to have the ball in his hand. I thought he played fine there. In fact. They had Golden State beat that uh, two what, two years ago, and then the injuries to Paul. It was really the undoing uh, before Golden State had you know the last two games. Mm-hmm. I like Oklahoma City here. I think you lay the two points here. The Raptors haven't quite been the same team away from home. At home this year, they've been pretty much lights out for us better. So I'm going to stay with the hotter of the two teams at home. Give me Chris Paul to keep up the hot streak. We'll take the OKC minus two. Get in on this now. This line, like you said, has moved already a half a point or a point, depending on where you look at it. Right. Keep the fire burning. All right. So we are going to do the Wizards and the Bulls. Washington is 13 and 26, but good news, Bradley Beal is back. He put 25 points up against Chicago. Uh, they're four and six in their last 10. Uh, they're coming off a home loss, 127 to 116, against the very good Utah Jazz. And now they're going to face the Bulls, who are 14 and 27. It's funny because this is kind of an even matchup of lesser teams. <laughs> um, of, of the bottom. Right. Of the bottom. <laughs> exactly. Um, so they're coming off a road loss to the Celtics. Um, they're 2 and 8 in their last 10, despite being all healthy. Uh, they have played a pretty tough schedule Boston and the Pacers and the Mavericks in their last five. So you, you kind of want to give them that. Um, Bulls started at minus five. Now they're at minus four and a half, and the total's at two twenty-seven. This is a tough one. This is of the games we have. I always think it's the toughest sometimes playing the worst teams because when they're playing each other, you don't get the lines that you normally have been getting with these two teams. Right. Uh, Chicago is the better team recently, slightly. Bradley Beal being back is a thing, but I think he'll be a little rusty here. And, you know, I just don't know where the Wizards are going as a franchise or as a team this year or as a franchise for the future. Because Bradley Beal, I really thought should have probably been traded in the offseason. They probably should have been going for one of the worst records this year and not one of the best records. So that way, you know, you get some picks, get some more picks, high picks because you're going to stink. But they didn't do that. I just I'm going to take my uh, lay the four and a half points with Chicago Bulls. I just think they're slightly a better team. And at home, I think they get it done. But I do think this is going to be a high-scoring game. For you guys, over betters, 227 looks high. I think it soars over that one as well. The last time these two played uh, was December 16th, and they the Bulls won in overtime by one point in Washington. So it's definitely going to be well, – they're going to go after That's the four-and-a-half-point yeah. lines more than justified. Yeah, there it is. Um, okay, so moving on. This is our last, last one. Excuse me. The Blazers and the Rockets. Um, Blazers are 17 and 24. They beat the Hornets on Monday after back-to-back losses to Milwaukee and Minnesota. Lillard's averaging 27 points, but they're 
allowing more points than they score. And that is not how you win basketball games. Um, the Rockets, on the other hand, are 26 and 12. Westbrook's been out. He's been day to day, but he is expected to play on Wednesday. Um, they've won seven of their last 10. Uh, they're 19 and 19 against the spread, and Harden's been putting up like 37 points a game. It's kind of scary. They beat the Blazers 132 to 108 the last time they met. We've got Houston started at seven and a half, went to eight, now at eight and a half, and the totals at 236. Where do we go with this one? Well, Houston's in a back-to-back too, so that's it's kind of weird that this line is going up this early. Uh, you know, we taped this the night before when you know, obviously with recent Westbrook has set out some games and been banged up. I, you know, I wouldn't doubt if he doesn't play this game, or if he does, he plays less role or less minutes. So I'm going to take the Blazers here. Yes, they're just two and eight against the spread, so it's hard to have a whole lot of faith in a Portland team just two and eight. But Portland does score points. So when you get nearly double digits, I just think, and you get a Rockets team in a back-to-back, I think you have to take the Blazers here, getting eight and a half points, you hold your breath, and uh, because there's no safe, there's no lead safe when you have Houston, because Houston go, you know, 20 nothing run in, in four or five minutes, as many threes as they shoot. But I think in a back-to-back night, you take the Blazers and get the eight and a half points here. All right. How do you feel about Mello as an addition to the Blazers? At first, I was totally against it, and now he's kind of like, He's warming me up, I guess. He's I played say. better than I thought. Me too. He, he's played way better than I thought. He's played better defense. That was the problem towards the end of his career in New York and then even when he was at Houston and Oklahoma City was he just didn't play any defense at all. And it's hard to have a guy if he's not going to go out and shoot and get you 40 like Harden does and not play any defense. So he's played better defense. He's hit a couple big uh, shots late, uh, game winner. Uh, last week, I like uh, I like Melo. I think he maybe learned his lesson that you know what you're not a superstar anymore and you have to play both ends of the floor. I think he, I don't know where they'd be without him. That's yeah. the key. Uh, they would be. I mean, they're not great with him, but they're definitely they'd be terrible without him. I like him tonight. I think Portland does plenty to get this win. I remember when to cover, not not win. Cover. Right. <laughs> no sprinkling on that. No. One. Do no not sprinkle. Do not do Hold do not sprinkle. touch the money line here because Houston, at home, they're really good. Yeah. Yeah, they are. I was really, uh, really shocked to see the OKC when Westbrook went back to OKC. Everyone thought that OKC was it, but. No. Yeah. Not the case. (laughs) All right, guys. Well, thank you for joining us. Up next, we're going to have Nick Gieber back and the rest of your free picks on picksandparlays.net. All right, welcome back. We've had a great show today here at Picks and Parlays. We are with you every Monday through Friday, 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time, right here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Also streaming live on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter throughout the day. We'd love to hear from you. By the way, big hello to our men and women in uniform throughout the world who've been listening on the American Forces Network. Hope you enjoy the show. We love bringing it to you. We've had a lot of free picks today, starting off with Alex Smarty Pants Smart, little NFC and NHL action. Let's recap his picks uh, oh, we're going to start with some college basketball. We can go backwards. Why don't we do that? Oh, we don't have Alex. Oh, he did say take the under on the NFC game. Uh, let's move along to college basketball with Sean Higgs. Uh, Seton Hall at Butler takes Seton Hall plus five. Kentucky at South Carolina take Kentucky minus six. And Auburn at Alabama take Alabama minus a two and one half. And then finally, NBA rapid fire. Uh, Craig Trapp gave us Nets at sixes, take the Nets, plus seven and a half. Spurs at Heat, take the Spurs, plus five and a half. And Raptors at Thunder, take the Thunder, minus two. Now, I do actually have written down uh, what we did with Smarty Pants. 
So the good news is we don't have to miss his pick, provided I can find my pick. It was the Flyers uh, at, uh, at the Blues, and he said take the puck line on the Blues. Puck line on the Blues. And the NFC Championship game, take the under. And he was going to have his side up at picks and parlays any moment. So there you have it, my memory. It's because I've been taking my ginkgo biloba supplement. It's really been helping me out a lot, remembering something that happened oh, all of about 10 minutes ago. All right, hope you've enjoyed the show. I'll be back with you tomorrow, same time, same place, same channel. And remember, right now, 15% off on the website. Use promo code TIE. Everything on the website is at this wonderful discount. Again, promo code TIE. Until tomorrow, bet with the best sporting intelligence you can get. You're going to get it at Picks and Parlays. And when you do, you're going to bet, win, and repeat. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.